Welcome to the Bogan Boys Gamble Their Rent Away Part Q. A B C D E F G H A J K L N O P Q. Yeah, I, I did this already on my way home. I figured that out. It's you do a lot with an hour and forty five minutes, like a lot. Welcome to a train ride. No, I know I used to do it, but uh, it's a long time. So, how did you use the word queef? Uh, questionable queefs. Nice. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was the only question I had, was how will you use Queef? Yes. Um, so we're just doing the playoff bet. Correct. Before I bring... I guess I'll just bring Stu on to talk about your... Well, when is the na- you want a national championships? Monday, right? The 13th, yeah. They take like three weeks off in between the games. So why don't we do like a quick few minutes on that? I don't need to do a few minutes on that. LSU's going to win. Yeah, uh, I don't have much to say about that. That's pretty <laughs> much it. All right. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I don't have much to say about that. There's not much to argue about there. Okay, yeah. I just figured, it, you know, in case you wanted to discuss it. No, stupid is, stupid does. Go Tiger, go. They're probably going to get murdered somehow, but... Nah. They've, they've beaten everybody handily, go, except for Florida. Go Florida, Tiger. they only won by three. Well, you know, go Tiger. <laughs> go, ta- go Tiger. Go Tiger. Go uh, In the right. bayou. Let's call Stu. Go Joe. Hello, boys. And joining us for the OutLeadsFootball.com playoff pick'em special is our lead sponsor, owner, founder, uh, worms maker, <laughs> guest picker, guru, sex savant, the elephant, elephant Stu. And you forgot tied for first place in the picks contest, too. Uh, that's Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Look, the you best guys. thing about this competition is that we only have to beat each other. <laughs> so my intro uh, is just how many dignities you have. So you both have negative 200 dignities. You're starting uh, off with negative 200. That's okay. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. That's fine with me. Yeah. Look, we had a this, tough week. It's like fucking Celebrity Jeopardy with how bad you guys were. It's like, and you owe us money. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say on on Monday I was depressed. On Tuesday I was reflective. But Bones, you got me real fired up today with those fifty eight text messages. You're welcome. Um, this is what I do. Fifty eight. You know that, right? Yeah. I do. Fifty eight. Fifty eight. Chris counted them apparently. Well, yeah, and each one that you sent got me more and more angry. So I'm I'm ready to go this week. Good. I hope I have a better showing as we both went for our viewers at home 0 and 4 last week. Uh, I went 4 0. And I made those not picks. Great. I, you did not make those picks. The only you one just picked the opposite of what we picked. No, I said I like every other pick. I, I said that on. We can just go back to the recording. It's very simple. It's saved. Uh, I said I literally like everything the opposite of you. I agree guys. with Stu. Of course you do. Yeah. You also went 0 and 4. <laughs> <laughs> you both went 0 and 4. Retarded. <laughs> so bad. All right, Bones. Yeah. Kick, kick us off. Sure, a reminder to everyone, the first round, we will get one point each. Uh, we have zero so far. The second <laughs> round is two, and the Super Bowl is three. Negative 200 dignities. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, Who right. wants their pick announced first? 
So we'll start with uh, Minnesota, San Francisco. You can announce mine first. Today at 1.43 p.m., Chris announces picks. Minnesota. Plus seven. Plus seven. Cover the spread against San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Stu's pick. Let me confirm. But I believe it's San Francisco minus seven. We have a difference. Yes, finally. Yeah. All right. I'll say this. So I was held captive by the Green Bay Minnesota game, which is exactly why I picked against Minnesota last week with New Orleans. I, I overvalued, I guess I undervalued how good Dalvin Cook is and his presence on this team because they were humming last week. I can't, I mean, San Francisco has four offensive linemen, or sorry, four defensive linemen that are currently hurt, a fifth potentially another edge rusher. They're depleted. They've been giving up a lot of points. This is a team they're going to give up 30-plus points to. I think Minnesota wins this game outright going to San Francisco. What could be said about San Francisco that hasn't already been said about Afghanistan? They're bombed out and depleted. They're bombed out. So I think that I think San Francisco is getting healthier. It looks like they're going to have Quan Alexander back. It looks like they're going to have the best name in the NFL, Jaquiski Tart back. <laughs> Jaquiz? Uh, isn't it Jaquiski? Yeah, yeah. Is it no, Jaquiz? I, yeah, it's like Jaquiz Rogers. Jaquiski Tart is great. Oh, Mixed yeah. with whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if that if that's the case, those are the injuries that kind of send San Francisco in the, into their defensive tailspin. So even if they're not back full healthy, even if they do give up points to Minnesota, I just think San Francisco's offense is a lot more complete than New Orleans was. And I will take the L on New Orleans as well, Chris. That was a bad pick. I was captive of that Green Bay game too. But I also do think that that Green Bay performance should be a factor because Minnesota can easily lay an egg. Back-to-back weeks on the road, San Francisco's rested. I'd prefer the line a little smaller, but at minus seven, I'm still going to take what I think is the best team in the NFL. My my only qualm with picking Minnesota is that this is a Kirk Cousins non-Sunday one o'clock game. That's my only qualm. And up, you guys are going to win me so much money next year because I was not on this trend. And ever since you brought it up to me, it is it's just the, ironclad truth. No, no, it is. He literally <laughs> wins every one o'clock game. He wins and covers two-thirds of every one o'clock start, and he lo- and he only covers one-third of any other time slot besides one o'clock on Sunday. Well, this is one of those other time slots, baby. Yeah, well, this could yeah. be the one-third. So if you bet on him all year, you have 50% chance of getting it. Pretty much. Yeah. He's very boring then. Um, all right, next pick. Ready? I'm ready. Tennis- oh, I'm sorry, uh, Tennessee yeah, plus yeah. 10... At Baltimore, Saturday evening game. You both have Tennessee. We both took Tennessee plus 10. Stu, why did you take Tennessee? Well, I don't think um, we lost last week's bet by undervaluing Tennessee. I think we lost last week's bet for overvaluing. But I will say what that game did show me is that Tennessee has all the pieces to make a game really difficult to win by a lot of points. Uh, I said this last week. If you watch Tennessee at all this year, it's like the first year I was like, they actually are a playoff team. 
Yeah, but you're talking yeah. to a Patriots fan in Stu and me who's in love with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. So I can't. I, my fan, my fanboyness is never going to allow Tennessee me to pick has against been New making England. the playoffs at nine and seven for years. They love making the playoffs at nine and seven, and they go nowhere. In and maybe winning one, they might win one, but they never look good. They never look good doing it. And this year, they've looked fucking really good, like on all ends. Their defense is fully healthy. Their offense is fucking incredible. Yeah, that's all. The, and I just think, I think they have so many ways they can play a game. Like, they can win a smash mouth game. They can win a shootout. And not necessarily even somebody win. Somebody once but told me. I, oh, man. I'm glad <laughs> you guys are in podcasting. That's good stuff. Um, <laughs> but I think they, it's just going to be really difficult to beat that team by 10 points. That's basically what it comes down oh, to. Oh, yeah. So, so the weather is supposed to be windy, potentially rainy. Now, that takes oh. away... Baltimore's deep ball threat, which is very integral to their offense, so they can only run. I'll take my biggest bet of the weekend is going to be the under 47 in this game. Give me two running teams that each want to eat up eight minutes per possession to have these long-winded drives that are going to stall in a field goal. My bet is the under, but I think Tennessee can hang tough as long as they don't get down by more than like 10 in the first half. I think this is the easiest cover of all time. I don't think they're going to be down. I think it's going to be close the whole time. Baltimore is not going to blow them out. Pound the under. I think the only thing that does concern me is if it is those conditions and if Baltimore is able to maybe stack the box and play one-on-one on the outside. I know stacking the box doesn't stop Derrick Henry, but if they they have a – their system is they have Derrick Henry as their quarterback. So if they get in a situation where they can – have Lamar Jackson be a dual threat in bad weather and Tennessee becomes predictable. That would be a little scary to me, but I do feel good about Tennessee not losing by double digits. Well, the deep ball in a windy rainy game favors Tennessee because AJ Brown is a fucking man child. So they could retain will throw the ball up to him. Let him adjust and make a play. Baltimore doesn't have that guy. They have, you know, their, their triumvirate of white tight ends, but those aren't like, great, great options that A.J. Brown is. I mean, what, Hollywood Brown? There, He's not going to go up and, like, win a ball, like, downfield. Yeah. He's just going to have to run by someone. So, I don't know. I, I think we're both on the same page here. I'm happy, which means we're probably going to both lose. Absolutely. Almost guaranteed. So, um, also keep an eye on Mark Ingram. The Ravens were working out running backs this week, and Ooh. they said Mark Ingram fine, but... That doesn't seem like what you would do if Mark Ingram was fine. I have a perfect running back replacement for him. Marshall Lamar, Lynch? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Qu- there's so many weeks that like uh, Mike Ingram didn't do anything, and Lamar Jackson just had 110 yards and two touchdowns. He's ridiculous. This has got to yeah. be the first time in NFL history we have five Heisman Trophy winners playing in a football game. Oh, man. The three we have Mariota, we have he's not playing. RG, if, he gets, if he gets one, he's step. on the roster. RG three, Mariota, Ingram, Lamar Jackson, and uh, Derrick Henry. Five Heisman Trophy winners. Derrick Henry unrightfully won. Now, I'm just saying that there should have been Chris McCaffrey. There's no way in NFL history has ever been five Heisman Trophy winners on the same field, or on, at least on the rosters of the teams playing against each other. I knew they were going to give it to Derrick Henry, and it fucking should have been Chris McCaffrey. Just didn't make any sense. Sorry. That's okay. Next game. Next game, we we have Houston plus nine and a half at Kansas City. 
Stu, I'm going to give you another one since Chris, uh, that was the same. Stu is Houston plus nine and a half. What? Did you watch the I same did. game as we as I did no, last week? I agree week? with this, Stu. I totally agree with this. I I have many reasons to thinking this, but it can basically be boiled down to my Houston betting philosophy is if Will Fuller going to play, and it looks like Will Fuller is going to play. <laughs> it looked like Will Fuller was going to play last week. They talked about Will Fuller a lot and how important he was to Houston. Did you yeah, watch that also- game, Stu? Houston sucks. Uh, no, they won. Josh uh, Allen I, had a lobotomy at halftime and forgot how to play football. <laughs> he really did. And they got no, screwed on that quarter. touchdown. Fourth quarter. Th- that game should have been like 23 nothing because of that, yeah. that touchdown. But regardless of that, Buffalo won that game. Josh Allen just had an out-of-body experience. I don't know. He was like Nathan Peterman for the fourth quarter. No, he just became a bad quarterback. Houston <laughs> sucks. Well, so here's the thing about Houston. Houston as a team sucks. But they're made up of players who are good. And so if those so good the Cleveland players Browns do. play well enough. Mm, so it's I not this simple. But Actually, that makes total have, sense. Continue. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I, I think <laughs> so Kansas right. City is maybe being overvalued a little bit in general. I th- I've seen a lot of people picking them to go to the Super Bowl. And I think Kansas City is a hell of a team. But I just think if you're going to beat Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson's lost three games by two scores since high school or since he started playing in high school. He's just someone who keeps the game close. If they have their full complement of passing threats, they do have running backs. One of them's Carlos Hyde. I don't understand why, but he does run the ball sometimes. Well, he is there. (laughs) He is a good running back. I'll give you that. He runs very hard. He seems to be very hungry all the time because everyone gives up on him. And the fact that J.J. Watt actually made a difference last week was surprising to me. I thought he was just going to kind of be out there, but he made plays. And if that's real life, steroids are a hell of a drug. He's a loser. He was getting shot at left and right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So tell me me why you like Kansas City, Chris. Pat Mahomes. Yeah, that's a a good argument, too. Uh, And Casey does have some edge rushers that can get after a quarterback. Houston's offensive line is... It is an abortion, Stu. I mean... Is there weather? Uh, I did not hear any specific weather-related information on this one. It will be Sunday at 1 in KC. I'm assuming it'll be a little bit cold. But, I mean, Mahomes, uh, he's he's so good. Andy Reid, this game won't be close, so Andy Reid can't fuck it up. Andy Reid fucks up close games. They're going to be up at least 10 this whole game. Maybe, maybe Houston has some shitty... Backdoor fourth quarter where Deshaun Watson throws two meaning, meaningless touchdowns late to get the cover. That's the only way that you cover this game. I think this is a blowout. I'm putting this at like 42 to, to 10, KC. You what? Okay. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. So I, I, it makes me really nervous that Kansas City is at home. Their defense plays well at home. I think the coaching is kind of a wash. Any weakness that Andy Reid has, Bill O'Brien has that weakness times a million. And the quarterbacks are both great. I think Kansas City certainly has the advantage. I think a great just money line parlay this week would be just avoiding that Green Bay-Seattle game and then taking the other three favorites. Um, And you get pretty good odds when you parlay those together. But I think I just have a perception of Houston that they – trashily and kind of in garbage time keep games close and 
Whether or not that's real life, I'm I'm staking my reputation on it right now. Yeah, Will Fuller's healthy. There'll be one bullshit deep ball to him that's you know. I I will admit I'm I'm being captured by the moment of last week every single game being close. Mm. I think there's a course correction this week, and we just have four shit games, four blowouts probably. I don't. I don't. Was the Tennessee Patriots game close? Yeah. Was that, I mean, was it close? It was fourteen thirteen with twenty seconds left. Yeah. It was, was a one close? point game. <laughs> was it close? I mean, look, and obviously I picked the two dogs before this, so uh, I, I obviously I'm not really totally buying into this, but I do have a feeling we're just going to see three fucking bukakis this week, and I'm hoping it's a Minnesota, Tennessee, Kansas City bukaki. Yeah, I could certainly see that, but I just in this game I. It just feels like a close game. And, you know, part of me is being captured by that previous matchup between these two teams earlier in the season, which was a Houston win and which was a close game. And I know that doesn't translate, but it just feels like these two teams are closer than 10 points or nine and a half points. I think it was lost in translation. Okay. Uh, last game. <laughs> last game, we have Seattle plus four at Green Bay in Lambeau. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris took Seattle plus four. And what did Stu, did you take Green Bay? Yep. Took Green Bay minus four, Chris. Oh my God. We have three differences here. Yeah. Oh, this is big. Stu, go ahead. Defend, defend the most openly closeted quarterback and NFL and professional football player, uh, in the NFL and his shitty offense. Defend him. Russell Wilson in the playoffs. I like it. Yes. I would love to defend him. So first things first, I don't think either of these teams are that good. And I agree. I Green Bay's definitely... won 13 games? 14? 13 points? They looked like shit doing it, just like New England. They did it, yeah. though. But they play better they did teams. It. They did it. So I think deep down, I just have this belief that Seattle isn't that good. And I just think Seattle, every time I watch them, they win a game that I'm like, they should have lost that game, could have lost that game, would have lost that game if this one other thing happened. So I just feel like they have repeatedly pulled out these wins, and at some point it has to come back to bite them. I also think people are forgetting that Green Bay is going to have the best wide receiver in this game. They're going to have the best running back in this game. They have, if not the best quarterback, then the quarterbacks are equal. Their offensive line is better. And their defense was pretty good for a good portion of the season and just got a week to get healthy. They also probably have the best defensive player on the field in Zadarius Smith, or at least the one who's playing the best. So I think that Green Bay is at home with more talent coaching. I don't know what to make of the coaching matchup, but uh, I can tell I you what to make. Green it's Bay a rookie co- head coach versus uh, Pete Carroll. It, that's totally different. Yeah. Pete Carroll knows the situation. Pete Carroll knows the situation, and what Pete Carroll loves to do in this situation is run the ball as much as possible, make questionable calls to keep the game close throughout. And if yeah. you're facing Aaron Rodgers, I don't exciting. think you want to get Yeah, which I'm excited to watch this game. I'm also excited to bet on the Packers because I feel like they're <laughs> a good team. Okay. All right, well, I'm not a numbers guy. You know that. However, I do. Yeah. in one possession games this year, Seattle is 10 and two. The mm-hmm. Packers also played nine one score games. They were eight and one. Now, obviously both of them were good, but what does that mean? Both teams play a shitload of close games. Uh, 
So I'll take those four points any day of the week uh, with two teams that hate pulling away. What about on Thursday? What do you mean on Thursday? <laughs> Just oh. keep going. Any, how, like, how Green Bay doesn't have the, the ability to pull away. Aaron Rodgers, a shell of himself. He's a game manager, a, a very, very good game manager at this point, but he doesn't have that electricity that he used to have. Their passing game just sucks. Like, Devontae Adams is their only target. Everyone else sucks. Aaron Jones, yeah, he's good. And and uh, what's his name? Jonathan Williams, yeah, he's pretty good, too. But every game they play seems to be, like, 17-3, to 17-10, these low-scoring affairs. Marshawn Lynch loves the cold weather. He's going to pound through this defense. And, uh, it's, I, I don't think Marshawn Lynch will be as good. He had his game. He's not going to be well, as good. He was... He was bad this past week. I mean, he's he, how old is he? he? Had That's like, fine. He had a touchdown, though. He had seven carries for six yards, I think, or six carries for seven. One the of the two running backs touchdown. combined for one yard per carry. So it wasn't great. But yeah. he had a touchdown. Metcalf. A touchdown. They have Metcalf. They have Lockett. They have Beast Mode uh-huh. whenever they're in the, in the red zone. They have one of the best playoff quarterbacks ever they have the, one of the most elusive quarterbacks ever they have one of the most oh my god we got him what the fuck happened he just threw a 30-yard bomb quarterbacks and so on the other that's what you meant by elusive is and, that, is yeah that, okay and on the other side we have a quarterback who kicked his boyfriend out of his apartment eight years ago and refuses to admit that it was his boyfriend <laughs> mm. so that's my that's my deep cutting analysis on this but wait a minute one guy is also married to a uh, transsexual. Yeah, and he's open about it. He knows that oh. Ciara had a dick. You guys are making such good points right now. It's hard to argue with. <laughs> um, I will say this. You though. got your worm stew. I've got my theories on closeted quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that these two teams always play like just crazy, sloppy, weird games. So that kind of benefits taking the points. So this I do the, see your fail Mary game, correct? Fail Mary game, that weird onside kick game. Um, Brandon Bostick missed that onside kick. Um, there's there a couple other crazy ones, but I do think that Aaron Jones is going to end up being the difference in this game specifically because Seattle is terrible at covering uh, backs out of the backfield. And like you said, Green Bay doesn't have a ton of receiving options, but they do have a tight end option. Seattle's bad against the tight end and a running back option. Seattle's bad against running backs out of the backfield. Right, so. Jimmy Graham? You're telling me that Jimmy Graham is a target monster, like a good player? Every once he's had like a good game, one or two good games this year. Maybe. The if last time Jimmy side Graham side. was good, Marshawn Lynch was running through defenses in the playoffs. If you want a little side action here, I would say Jimmy Graham over 50 yards receiving. I will take that under. Sure. Let's let's have some side action. We What's can... his cat? If he's over, oh, then his catches have to be high, huh? No, he could. I, I don't care about his catches. He's, he's two, gonna... over two and a half. I'd take that. I'm not touching his catches. He's going over two and a half for sure. Yeah. Un, under under 50 yards. Oh, we'll, we'll put it at okay. 50 and a half. It just or we'll put it at 49 and a half. I'll give you the advantage. Ah, uh, yeah. He, I'll take okay. him. To sc- I might take him to score a touchdown, though. We could discuss the wager amount. He might have six yards and a touchdown via text message. But uh, I will yeah. say I will definitely take that under. Jimmy Graham yeah, maybe- is just—he's like that—that that girl that you think is good for you, but she isn't. You know, like the girl, like oh, you know what? She's really good girl. Like she's got a great job. She's my parents love her. You know, yada yada yada. But she just sucks as a human being. That's totally. Jimmy Graham. Talking about your life? But yes. Okay. This, 
this game is when you run into that girl like a year later and you're like, oh, maybe it wasn't so bad. And then you have like your rendezvous, you bang it out, and then you realize wow. how bad it is. You just got bodied. <laughs> you got bodied. Honestly, like, I'm glad that you ran with that analogy because that's that could happen. Like, Jimmy Graham is still good for a, for a few months of, well, wait, this could be good. No, never mind. So Exactly. I, you might be. We'll, we'll, we'll talk side wager, but... This is yeah. going to be a close game. It's going to be low scoring. I love the under. I don't even know what the under is here. I'm taking the under. Yeah, for sure under. I'm with you there. Mm. But, I don't uh, know about that. What's like, the weather? It doesn't matter what the weather is. Both these teams are allergic to scoring. <laughs> They're allergic to defense as well. They both don't have really a good defense. They shut down Kirk Cousins a couple weeks ago. What time was the game? <laughs> what time was the game? It was a, it was a night game. <laughs> okay, Chris. Well, that's what happens during Kirk Cousins night games. 1 p.m. different. Russell Wilson magic. Aaron Rodgers is historically a pretty shitty p- playoff quarterback in terms of win-loss. He doesn't win a lot of games. He yeah, won he one good Super playoffs. Bowl. He's, he's A-Rod of quarterbacks. He's Eli Manning. A-Rod had one good playoffs Yeah, and then didn't do anything in the playoffs ever again. Eli Manning has had a better postseason career than Aaron Rodgers. True. True. Yeah. So, yeah. so is Joe Flacco. I love big game, big game Joe. I love Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco just throws the best pass interference ball in the game. Absolutely. He always looks confused and angry. Go Blue Hens. All right, the Stu. So we have three differences of opinion. So we have a lot of, t- a lot of, a lot of opportunity here. A lot of integrity. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of snatches. A lot of integrity. A lot, a lot of, of dignities. On the line. A lot of dignities on the line. Yeah. And then we have a side well, this- bet also. So. And this week, Bones can't just write our coattails to a good week. He's got to make his own decisions. I will make Correct. my own picks right now. I will do that right now. Hold on. Please hold. Go ahead. <laughs> just be, well, I'm going to go to Seattle to start. Good. Uh, I love Russell good, Wilson. I'll take that good juju. Uh, I'm going to go Houston. Boo. I'm going to go Tennessee. Yes. And wait, who's Minnesota playing? Minnesota is playing uh, San Francisco. San Francisco. I'm going to take San Francisco. All right, so you uh you are two and two of us. So yes. I did take the opposite. <laughs> you, well, you 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 went the f- yeah two and two I guess yeah. So <laughs> I, I somehow still made it happen. You're welcome. Yeah. All right, uh, Stu. All right, well, thank you for joining us. This was the OwlleedsFootball.com playoff pick'em special, sponsored by OwlleedsFootball.com. Joining us on the line today was the owner, founder, uh, lover, lover, guru. <laughs> Sexual expert, the elephant, Stu. All right. Thanks, fellas. We'll see you next week. Bye, Stu. I hope you lose. Ah. Ah. Do you not have one? Oh. Interesting. I'm fucking dominating this week. Are we still are we still recording? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going three and one. I'm going, going three, three and one. one. I'm going three and one. I'm going to get one of them wrong, but I'm going three and one. And take those two unders. Pound those two unders and pound the fuck out of Jimmy Graham's under yards. He's the girl that you don't want to date anymore. I break up with you, Jimmy Graham, even though my parents think you're good for me.